This is Minnesota Today for Tuesday, January 17th. I'm NPR News reporter Tim Nelson. Here's our top story right now. Governor Tim Walz says he wants to dramatically boost education spending and revamp the delivery of services to children and families. In the first installment of his upcoming budget plan, the DFO governor recommended adding billions to what the state spends on schools and youth services. He's also suggesting new and expanded child tax credits to assist low- to middle-income families. Wall says his proposal represents a generational investment in child well-being. This whole piece of coming together, both meals, housing, tax credits, staffing, counselors, mental health, all of the things that are necessary, we're going to measure it on the results. The plan would significantly bump up the per-student allowance, absorb all school meal costs, increase student mental health services, and create an action plan for literacy. The tax credits could mean thousands of dollars in savings to families, depending on their household size and income. And officials at the University of St. Thomas said today that they plan to break ground next year on a new $175 million basketball and hockey arena on the school's St. Paul campus. Jade Hill is a Minneapolis South grad, elementary ed major, and guard on the university's women's basketball team. She says she's sorry she'll graduate before the arena opens, but that it will have a lasting impact. For incoming people that are committing here, I think that's going to be huge, and that's really going to take our university to the next level of recruiting and like just something we can brag about, kind of like this is what we're building here, this is what we're all about here at St. Thomas. School officials say the facilities will help the school compete since its elevation to Division I NCAA athletics in 2021. The plan also calls for tearing down three buildings on campus, including the historic Cretan Residence Hall. Neighbors have already expressed fears about added traffic, historic preservation, the environmental impact of the new arena, and the increasing density of development at St. Thomas. And members of the Minnesota House of Representatives are set to vote on a proposal to make Juneteenth a state holiday. A local government committee advanced the proposal on a voice vote today, teeing it up for a floor vote. The bill's author, DFL Representative Ruth Richardson of Mendota Heights, said it's important to commemorate June 19th, the day that marks the end of slavery in the United States. The celebration of Juneteenth provides space for all of us to reflect on a more inclusive definition of freedom. The end of chattel slavery in this country is an important milestone worthy of recognition and worthy of celebration. And it's a step in the right direction of truly living up to the promise of this nation that all are created equal. It's an opportunity to acknowledge how far we've come and how far we have to go. A companion bill is moving through committees in the Minnesota Senate. Juneteenth is already recognized as a federal holiday. And here's what else we're watching. A new study says eating locally caught freshwater fish could expose people to high levels of so-called forever chemicals. The study analyzed data from the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency of more than 500 fish samples collected from lakes, rivers, and streams from 2013 to 2015. Researchers say they found eating just one meal of fish a year could be equal to drinking water contaminated with PFOS, a common forever chemical, for a month, although state officials have cast doubt on the comparison. And the adjunct professor who came under scrutiny after a complaint by a Hamlin University student over use of an image of the Prophet Muhammad in an art history class is suing the school. Erica Lopez-Prater said she was offered a spring teaching job there, but it was rescinded after the complaint, which she called unfounded. She's alleging religious discrimination, breach of contract, and defamation. 
Hamlin officials have repeatedly defended their handling of the students' complaints that the image was religious discrimination. In sports, the Wild play the Washington Capitals tonight in D.C. The Timberwolves play the Nuggets in Denver tomorrow night. The Gopher men's basketball team hosts third-ranked Purdue on Thursday, and the women's basketball team plays Penn State tomorrow night. And here's a look at the weather. Tonight, look for mostly cloudy skies with a chance of flurries early in the evening. Lows will be from 6 to 12 degrees in the northwest to the 20s in southeastern Minnesota. Tomorrow, it'll be mostly cloudy with highs from 18 to 24 in the northwest to the lower 30s in the southeast. And watch out for some significant snow in southern Minnesota, including a couple inches possible in the Twin Cities later this week. A winter storm warning is in effect in southwestern Minnesota, and winter storm watch has been posted in the southeast. That's it for Minnesota Today. Thanks for listening. I'm Tim Nelson. Kathy Werzer will be back in the morning with an update. Until then, stay healthy and stay safe.